Hello everyone, Chad Franzen here, and welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. Today we are going to reveal what you really need to know about the economy, the stock market, and real estate. And we're going to give you action steps to take right now to become a Kingdom Impact Investor. It's time to bring clarity out of chaos. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. I'm Chad Franzen, and I am so glad you're here for today's update. Uh, please do uh, follow and subscribe the Kingdom Finance Show and follow me on different social media platforms where you get your information, uh, Chad Franzen. Hey, uh, thanks again for being here on today's show. What I want to cover today is we're recording this uh, first part of November 2023, and we're going to be talking about uh, this past week, the Federal Reserve, uh, led by uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, um, the most powerful influential banking group in the world, came out with their decisions or their minutes from the FOMC, the Federal Open Market Committee. So this is really important. I want to educate you, give you our opinions on it, feedback, really distill down the information that came out this past week and how that impacts you as a kingdom investor and as someone who wants to make wise financial choices for your businesses, for your families, um, and for your you know, your personal investing and just thinking through all the different things, retirement, college planning, uh, growing your business, taking care of your employees, uh, working with ministries that you're a part of, your giving plans on that. So this is important uh, just for us to distill down what exactly happened and what we can expect going forward on that. Really, the, the summary, let, let me just give you the summary of it, and then I'm going to unpack this a little more. The summary of the Federal Reserve's decision was that they're leaving interest rates unchanged for the second straight month. Now, as many of you know, uh, the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates significantly um, over the last 18 months, and that is what we call a tightening monetary policy. So they're making money. Um, less available, more restrictive to consumers, to business owners. And as many of you know, if you follow the real estate market and you follow what mortgage rates are doing, mortgage rates in the U.S. are at 8% or higher, primarily because of what the Federal Reserve has been doing with interest rates. So again, the Federal Reserve here on November 1st, they had their uh, next to last meeting for 2023. And they announced that they were going to be leaving rates unchanged. Now, they also assess that they're going to continue um, keeping rates higher for longer. So we don't think, uh, from what the Fed said, they, they do believe that there is tightening of credit happening in the economy. It's starting to weigh on the economy. <clears throat> Fed Chairman Powell mentioned uh, specifically the 8% mortgages, their target for inflation does remain at 2%. And, and really what, what the Fed is saying that they'll, they'll, accept, they'll assess uh, the extent of raising rates more. But I think what we're reading between the lines is don't expect them to raise rates anymore at this point. What they will likely do is the Fed is communicating that we need to brace for a long pause. So again, when you when you think about interest rate policy and how that affects the stock market, real estate market, your businesses, 
uh, you know, consumer spending. You can either keep rates where they are, you can increase them, or you can reduce them, right? So we've been on a tightening, increasing phase for the last 18 months for that. The Fed is really communicating that they are going to stay in a neutral or pause position for the foreseeable future. I'm going to give you some stats here in just a minute on what the bond market is telling us what that means. So again, they're keeping inflation target at 2%. And, you know, right now, do not expect them to raise rates more, but they're probably not going to cut interest rates anytime soon. So for those of us hoping to have lower rates for 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 lending, lines of credit, uh, mortgages, business, business loans, that's probably not going to happen until potentially next summer of 2024. Now, specifically, when we go into the bond market and we look at, well, what is the bond market now predicting is going to happen with interest rates based on what the Fed said? Now, uh, a little bit of uh, this is technical information, but I want to share it with you because what we we're trying to do here on the Kingdom Finance Show and what we do uh, at our wealth management company, Wealth Builders Investments, is help you distill the information that's out there into actionable items. So how can you as a family, as a business owner, uh, as, as an entrepreneur, leader of a ministry, whatever it is, how can you make wise financial decisions using your conservative values to, to invest well, right? And, and to have the proper timing for when to invest, how to invest, and what that looks like. So that's the backdrop when we go into some of these more uh, technical terms with, with what's happening in the economy, what is happening with the Federal Reserve. So I hope that's helpful. Uh, if you want to learn more about, hey, Chad, how do I take a lot of the information from the Kingdom Finance Show? How do I apply it personally in my business, in my ministry? We're happy to connect with you. Uh, we've got a team of advisors that will provide a complimentary consultation uh, for you. So just reach out, uh, give a shameless plug here, and then we'll get back into some of the data. Uh, wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. Wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. Uh, we've got a free download there, and then we, we can communicate with you if you would like a complimentary consultation. Now, I'm not giving personal financial advice here on this program, but I do want to continue just educating you on some of this information. All right, let's jump back in. So what the bond market is really saying is we've got a pause on interest rates in November. The Federal Reserve has another meeting December 13th, 2023, and that'll be the last meeting for the year. And then they, they start their schedule for 2024. We're not expecting the Fed to raise rates in December either. Um, now, interestingly, based on what Jerome Powell and the, the, the Federal Open Market Committee communicated this past week, we likely expect, and with the bond market, which is an excellent predictive indicator for the health of the economy, the direction of interest rates, is most likely looking at interest rates at the federal level staying where they are until next summer. And what that looks like is potentially June, July, August of next summer. Um, that is when right now we're looking at interest rates to start coming down. And that would be small 
cuts, small rate cuts by the Federal Reserve. Now, we're filming this in November of 2023. So in theory, what the data is telling us now that we need to be prepared for six, if not really eight months um, of rates staying high. Now, the higher the, higher the rates are, that means um, b- business loans, lines of credit, home equity lines of credit, mortgages, investment loans, all that. Those are likely going to stay where they are. They're not going to go down. They actually could go up more between now and next spring. So the telltale sign will be what will be the impact of 8% mortgages or higher um, on the overall consumer who is wanting to borrow money to buy a first-time home or to upgrade from home A to home B um, on that. That is a big impact on the economy. Um, I'm not going to talk about it on this show, but on a on our next show, I'm going to talk about how even the big corporations are starting to uh, update us on what they're seeing with consumer spending uh, at the big retail stores and how the consumer is slowly being affected. They may still have a low mortgage because they didn't sell their house, but they're now being affected just on consumer spending. We call that discretionary spending, non-discretionary spending. You know, two-thirds of the economy is what you and I spend when we go to the grocery store, when we go out for entertainment or, or to a meal um, on that. So again, the big takeaway here is, you know, the Fed has left rates unchanged. And at this point, uh, they're going to stand firm on wanting to get inflation down to 2%. And they're not thinking about rate cuts right now. Um, their their policy driving forward is really, um, they're looking at the broad financial conditions of the economy. They're looking at the labor market. And they're really looking at inflation and their measure of it, getting it down to 2%. So what that means for us as investors is we can expect rates to stay higher um, probably until the first part of the summer of 2024. So that's you know another seven to eight months or so um, on that. All right. One of the other things I want to talk about is with rela- relation to the economy, the the economy is actually still growing. Um, the third quarter numbers for economic growth were, were very strong. They were annualized at uh, a little under 5%. It was like 4.9%. Um, so the economy continuing to grow is something that if the economy, the engine still running high, they have to keep rates higher because if the economy... Uh, they really want to induce the economy to slow down, almost to to induce a, a economic recession or at least a slowdown to get inflation back down, but to have the economy not growing too fast. Now, there's a lot of interesting data coming out of corporate America, which I'll cover next time, which leads us to believe that some of the recessions already happening in a lot of parts of the economy. And some of you may shake your head when you hear me say that because of the industries that you are in, that you're you're seeing that, right? As far as as far as orders and sales and year over year comparisons um, for that. Well, what I want to finish with here is what does it look like when the Federal Reserve stops raising interest rates? And I've got a, a great chart here that that talks about um, what what happens when the Federal Reserve stops raising interest rates. Now, curious enough, 
you know, the 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 stock market, the bond market, and then interest rates, they're all intertwined and, and kind of working off of each other. Now, the the Federal Reserve has been around, you know, since the Great Depression era, right? And so what we know um, from that is, you know, we've got a lot of data to look at as far as what the Federal Reserve has done to 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 increase, to lower, to maintain interest rate policy. Now, remember, interest rate policy is like how fast does money move through the economy, whether it moves through a family's household or through um, or through business, small business, large business. That's really we call it the velocity of money, and you know that's what we're, we're talking about there. Now, the Federal Reserve, we have data going back to 1929 of when the Federal Reserve was in a raising interest rate environment. They were they were increasing rates, much like they've been doing in 2022, 23, right? And then they stopped on that. Now, in um, you look at it and you take a snapshot of when the Fed stopped raising interest rates. So, you know, in this case, you know, we've stopped raising interest rates here in in the last, you know, four to six weeks of 2023 here in October, September, October, November. You know, right. We did the pause in September and now they're uh, pausing um, going forward as of November. So so that we kind of have a snapshot in time of that. Now, what's interesting to know when we look at is, well, what does the S&P 500, the stock market, which is a good barometer for the overall health of the economy, whether that's the real estate market, um, whether that is the, the small business uh, market, you know, right? The S and P five hundred. We use that because it's just a good a good way to test the water of how's everything overall going to look. Um, so even if you don't invest in the stock market, it's helpful to know because of the domino effect that it has on all the other parts of the economy, whether it's small business whether it's nonprofit, whether it is real estate for that. Um, now, six months after the Fed stops raising rates and then 12 months after the Fed stops raising rates, right? So we're looking at points in time on that. So oftentimes, uh, more times than not, the stock market is down six months after the S and the uh, the Fed stops raising rates. So we're using this, looking at the S and P 500, just looking at data here. And you know, and now there are there are periods in history, um, such as you know 1989, um, 2006, 2018, where the Fed stopped raising rates and the markets were actually up. Six months afterwards, they were up, you know, 15 percent or so. Um, but more times than not, they're down. So what that means either way is that we can expect volatility in the markets once the Fed stops raising rates. So when we recorded this particular episode, uh, the, the markets in general, the stock market, since the Fed announced they were pausing, has actually gone up like three or four days in a row um, on that. Will that continue? We don't know. There is a lot of data coming out of uh, the Wall Street um, earnings calls that a lot of the big companies um, are having lower. They're not they're not beating their their estimates as much as they were, and they're lowering their forecast because of consumer spending. Now, twelve months after the Fed stops raising rates, 
we can potentially see you know the markets down um you know 10% um there is historical data where we actually see the stock market um up you know 10 15 20% a year later so we've got we've got numbers to support either case of what we would call a bull market or a bear market viewpoint the key takeaway here is that we know in summary for for this week's show that that the fed is going to continue the pause on raising interest rates but they're not talking about lowering interest rates at this point so you need to be mindful of that when you're thinking about financial planning when you're thinking about budgeting and spending for your businesses for your nonprofits things of that nature i do anticipate they're going to they're going to hold this line really firm um, going into the spring, and um, they're they're not just going to jump in um, to 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 say, hey, we're going to cut rates just so just so mortgage rates um, can go down on that. Now, what that means is you need to have a plan, and, and you need to kind of understand um, where your risk is and where your opportunities are in that. And that's true whether you're looking at tax planning, whether you're looking at investing in real estate. Or the stock market, uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that just putting money in the in cash or in gold is the best option. Again, not giving you specific or personal financial advice here, but you need to have a diversified plan for your family for for your business based on this information. I do think rates stay higher into the spring. What we'll be looking for is, you know, how soon when we get into the spring and summer. That does the Federal Reserve stay on point with not lowering rates? Now, there's a lot of people in the real estate industry that have been lobbying. Uh, there are a lot of huge lobbying organizations. I was just reading some data um, from some articles that lobbying groups in the real estate industry are, are in Washington trying to get the Fed to lower rates. Why? Because they need that for, for mortgages. Um, and and for um new home applications right so you've got the you know all of those real estate industries particularly on the residential side in the US so there's a lot of lobbying going on and don't think for a second that just just because the the central bankers um are not um political or they're not are not elected in that sense that they are not uh potentially persuaded on their policy for what they do on that. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think those higher rates are, are going to lead to a slowdown in consumer spending. Uh, we're going to have uh, more issues with, with people not able to afford homes. And so that'll be a good telltale sign of what happens as we get into the spring of 2024. Well, hey, I hope this was helpful. I wanted to record this show just to give you a, a an insider's look, kind of what we see based on the Federal Reserve and their communication uh, to the public here at the 1st of November, 2023. Again, it's going to be a, a longer period for higher rates. We do think there's some decisions you need to be making, uh, particularly uh, with your resources as we head into 2024. Thanks so much for being a part of the Kingdom Finance Show. Again, please subscribe and like the show. Pass it along to others who want to gain clarity out of chaos and want to invest and manage their resources for their businesses, for their families, um, using conservative values and um, that 
that they can feel good about. Again, if you want to connect with us online, visit wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. We've got a free download for you there. We just put some new resources out on that link. And then if you want to understand how to apply this to your business, to your nonprofit, to your family, and how you manage resources, our team would be happy to connect with you. We'll do a complimentary consultation. There is truly no obligation. We want to educate and empower you. And um, But if you do need personal help and there's a good fit, we're happy to, to look at engaging with you um, in, a, in a one-on-one professional setting. All right. Well, that's it for the Kingdom Finance Show this week, and we will see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a kingdom investor and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show. The content provided is for educational purposes only. We encourage you to seek personalized investment advice from your financial professional. For all tax and legal advice, please consult your CPA or attorney. Investment advisory services are offered through Authentic Counsel, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Cabin Securities, a registered broker-dealer. The content of this podcast does not constitute an offer of securities. Offerings can only be made through an offering memorandum, and you should carefully examine risk factors and other information contained in the memorandum.